0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, I'm, I'm grateful for Zoom. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, a gra- I'm grateful for it as
1: well. Uh, <laughs> a good recording platform.
0: Yes. and All our meetings. And that is not a paid advertisement or anything. That is just us being thankful because anytime that we use Skype, that means we've got a phone call interview which means the audio is not as good as Zoom. But we do have a phone call interview for this episode with uh, Kentucky football commitment Ty Bryant. This is something we've had scheduled now for about four or five days, and we're just now getting around to it. Uh, So we're hoping that you will enjoy that interview. Uh, Derek, just a couple of quick thoughts on Ty.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, it was a good interview. It was good to hear from him. I I thought – um. I thought it made a lot of sense for him when I found out, I think it was Justin Rowland originally, it, it, even before Todd committed to Kentucky, that because of his age, it would make sense for him to to use that extra COVID year that some of those high well, I guess all the high school kids got. Um, and you look at 2022, you know, Kentucky's got a couple of D B commitments, but to use that another year of maturity, it seemed like he would he would definitely become more of a priority for UK in the 2023 class, and um, I think that was definitely the case. You know, he didn't want to wait around. He hopped on board, and Sean, uh, I I didn't keep up with a ton of high school football on last Friday night, the opening weekend, but I did see Ty's stats. I saw he had 13 tackles and a pick six, you know, a day after he committed to Kentucky. So I think fans will like to see that, and, um, you know, I think it's good to – not that, you know – Whenever a kid commits, I mean, this far out, you never know if it's going to stick. But this is, as you'll hear in the interview, this is a guy whose dad played at Kentucky. He's from Lexington. If you're ever going to have a kid stick, like, this is the one. So I think he'll be able to break that string that they've had going on of um, first commitments in a class to decommit. And I think uh, he'll be locked in. And I think if you're a fan and you live in the central Kentucky area, you know, Frederick Douglass, you could go watch uh, Dan Key right now and you can go watch Top Bryan, a guy who's committed to U.K. So there's a lot to uh, a lot to watch there.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an opportunity to get out and watch Division One talent. If you go to Frederick Douglass, that's what it's been telling us the last couple of years, and I think yeah. that pipeline's going to continue as well. And we're going to talk to him about Dane Key and his relationship with Dane and uh, possibly getting Dane to Kentucky. We know that's a big one that Kentucky's chasing right now, Derek, if, if they can get him. Uh, but I've seen where Coach McPeak has actually referred to Ty as one of the best open field tacklers that he's seen. And Josh, that's one of his strengths yeah.
1: <laughs> as a football player. So that's what you like to hear for a guy, especially a guy. I mean, you, people listen to the show probably watch a lot of college football. I mean, I can think of Yusuf corker as a great open field tackler. And I mean, when you're playing safety, you're that last line of defense. You need to be good at getting guys to the ground. Um, because you, you you end up in space a lot and you gotta be able to make those plays. It's not easy when you're going up against SEC talent, but um, no, I think this will be a good, a good thing. And we didn't, we didn't bring it up. Maybe we should have, but, um, also a very good baseball player for Frederick yeah. Dallas. Don't, don't think there's any plans for two sports or anything like that. I've not heard that mentioned at all, but, um, regardless have I know a lot of coaches and, you know, people who played sports growing up, like you love two sport guys. You love guys who do more than, and not saying there's anything wrong with just, just playing one, but, um, that does seem like the days of maybe guys who played two or three sports and excelled at all of them, or, you know, maybe have is reduced a little bit more these days than what it used to be. But for Ty, um, I probably should have asked him if he was going to keep playing baseball after this, or if he was going to spend that extra year just working on football. Cause that's a little different, right? Sean, it's a little bit more yeah. unique. Like this is, to, I mean, this would have been his senior year before. So, um, maybe he will enjoy getting to play football or baseball one more year. Um, I'm gonna guess though. Probably should ask him this too now that I'm thinking about it. Um it might make sense for him to be a early enrollee next year, right? Yeah. Play this extra year of football, but real it'll already be a little moment. bit yeah, you'd be a little bit more mature, you can get in there for next spring.
0: And, and it's kind of a benefit of being an in-state kid too, right? It's a little yeah. bit easier to me to kind of enroll early in that January period than it is for a lot of other guys to pack up and move over the Christmas break and then start college in January. It's a really quick yeah. transition. So I think these in-state guys kind of have an advantage there, Derek. And if I'm not mistaken on a timeline for him, he received an offer, what, around January 2020, if I'm not mistaken? Was that when he received his U.K. offer, if it you recall? Right. I, I, I know he's had one a
1: long time.
0: Yeah, I, I want to think it was January 2020. I'm not sure. If pull you, it up. You pull that up or not? But I'm trying to remember when it was. But I know that that's one that Kentucky yep. has been on. It was it was
1: January 17th, 2020.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I remember we was I was at a on a basketball weekend or somewhere I think, and I remember uh, that story circulating. I have a really good memory by the way when it comes to certain things. I <laughs> lose my keys all the time, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, but, Ty, a uh, really good interview, too. You you don't get that a lot when you're talking about high school kids because they're they're not really used to it, Derek, until they start getting into – a lot of guys struggle till they get to UK, honestly, on yeah. both sides. Basketball, football, baseball, it doesn't matter. Ty's a very good interview.
1: He was. Yeah, I think you guys will see that, and I think you'll see um, – he'll one day be, I think, a good ambassador for this school. But pretty cool. I mean, you – we talk about Dan Key. I mean, if he comes to UK, then you know he he had a dad who played at Kentucky. Obviously, Ty had a dad who played at Kentucky. I'm not old enough to remember those. I want to say, um, didn't his dad play in the 80s? Yeah, it
0: was. Yeah, for Jerry Claiborne.
1: Yeah, so that's that's well before my time, but still cool. Um, you talking about Nick Hall in this class? Dad played at Kentucky. I mean, there's a lot of kids you could have here. Uh, how many other legacies are there? Am I, am I missing some? um he's not a scholarship guy but scott pageant's son right he's on the football team right now matter of fact story on him he was practicing the other day when we were out there he absolutely locked up um one of the scholarship defensive linemen i cannot remember who it was (laughs) but they got fired up whenever uh i'm i'm feeling really bad that i don't know the kid's name i know mark story wrote a story on him and then whenever i saw him out there i remembered it was him uh but yeah one of the scholarship guys um he scott pageant's son won that rep I think Lucas is his name. That's what I was thinking. So, Luke, Luke yeah, Paget, right? Yeah. So he year won year. there. Man, who was that against? It yeah, was against a, one of the it's freshmen. Paget. Yeah. So there's a there's a few. I'm, I'm <laughs> a few guys who are legacy guys who are out here playing um, on this year's team, or right, well, <laughs> in, in the future too.
0: And who knows, we've probably forgot one that's obvious for all we know. That's what I'm but thinking. <laughs> There's, they're definitely littered throughout the roster and depth chart now, which it's cool to see when in-state kids and legacy guys get a chance. But we're not going to waste your time anymore. Let's go ahead and jump right into this interview with Ty Bryant. Hopefully enjoy it. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy.
2: we are do it later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah
0: Ty, you've been committed now for a few days, so what has the last few days been like since you announced that commitment to Kentucky?
2: Oh man, it's been very hectic. Uh BBN's definitely shown me a lot of love and I've loved everything about it ever since I've committed.
1: Ty, obviously um, you, you were originally in the 2022 class. It sounds like now you're going to be in 2023. I guess kind of walk us through that process and um, why did you feel like now here in August uh, was the best time for you to commit to Kentucky?
2: Um, really, when it comes to the reclass, I feel like me and my family feel like uh, since I'm still young that it didn't hurt just to get another year of maturity, uh, my body maturing, and my uh, not only my body but my mind to mature before I go to the SEC and take those big, fast hits. And uh, I feel like I wanted to commit to Kentucky now just to lock in my spot and Growing up, in like to see, you see a lot of things that Kentucky has to offer, and I feel like originally being in the 22 class that I kind of waited a little long to commit originally, so I just wanted to lock in my spot with the 23 class as well. And, um, yeah.
0: Well, Ty, you're also a legacy recruit, so what's that mean to, to you to kind of keep it in the family and play at the same place your father did?
2: Oh, uh, that's great. It means a lot just to uh, be able to play – at the same place that my father did. Uh, hopefully that that continues in the family when I have kids as well. Ty, you
1: uh, uh you know, you're a part of that Frederick Douglass pipeline here in town. Obviously Jagger last year uh, and Dekel as well. Uh, two guys from from high school that went to Kentucky. Um, how much did you talk to those guys prior to making your decision? Obviously you went to high school with them. I'm sure you're friends with them, but now that those guys have been on campus now for a few months, what what have they kind of told
2: you about Kentucky? Uh, They really just told me how everything's going to go when I get there. They told me a lot of what their schedule is like now because they're there and they're in the system. And um, of course they're practicing with them every day. So they tell me what practice is like and what the outside life of like beyond football is like, um, of course, they just started school not too long ago, so I haven't really been able to talk to them about the school piece. But, like, uh, you know, just hanging with your teammates and just the bonds that you create and stuff like that, I've been able to talk to them about that. And I really like what they have to say.
0: And Ty Derek already mentioned uh, that Frederick Douglass pipeline there, but but Dan Key is obviously a guy that's on Kentucky's radar as well. How, how are you recruiting him to join you at Kentucky?
2: Man, Dane, that's that's my best friend. We've been best friends since kindergarten. So we try to keep uh, recruiting a, a, out of a lot of conversations that we have. But, of course, I've been telling him, like, look, you already got a family here at Kentucky, and people would love to see you dressed in that blue and white. So, I mean, he knows that um, he's wanted a lot here, and I'm going to continue to put that bug in his ear uh, as much as we talk about recruiting. So I'm going to continue to do that, and hopefully – he joins me, and he becomes a part of the family. Ty, um,
1: I assume it was was it Coach mero who was recruiting you? Yes, sir. What's your relationship kind of like with him? I know he was a guy who was pretty key on on DeKel and Jagger as well.
2: Uh, it's great. We talk a lot. Uh, just because I to the 23 class, uh, that means that I have to call him. He can't call me right now, but, I mean, that's great. Every time I go up there. I spend a lot of time, majority of my time, in his office, me, him, and Coach Rafano, We all just talk. So, it's great. He's a fun guy, funny dude as well, and I just love being around him. Ty,
0: let's talk to our fans here and just kind of tell them a little bit about your game and maybe what is the strength, that, in your opinion, to your game?
2: Uh, to me, my strength is definitely my tackling. I feel like I'm a great tackler, and I'm, I'm also a great playmaker. Uh, I know how to get the ball out of the offensive guy's hands. Um meaning creating fumbles and just causing havoc. So I feel like um my ball skills are definitely a good part of my game, but I feel like my tackling ability and um guarding the ball free is also something that I'm key on and that's probably my best skill.
1: Yeah, and Ty you had a pick six last week that highlight like, got circulated around. Um, last question that I have for you is um now that you have a little bit more time than maybe you would have thought before you are going to college, how will you kind of use these, you know, this next year more so to, um, I, I guess, what would kind of your goals be to
2: develop as you go into college? Uh, it would definitely be just to develop my craft. Um, playing DB, I want to be the best DB that there is. I want to be able to come in to Kentucky and be able to have a great impact as a true freshman. And – um I feel like now it gives me an even better chance to do that. So with this spare year, I'm definitely just going to be able to just uh, get better at my craft playing DV and yeah.
0: Ty, obviously with that family connection to Kentucky, I'm sure it's a program that you grew up watching your entire life. Just uh, take me through your thought process as you've kind of watched this program develop into what it has the last four or five years.
2: It's honestly been great watching it because I remember when I was young, going back to the games, I mean, like, it was fun, of course, just because it was Kentucky, but it also wasn't fun seeing them lose. But now they definitely – Coach Stoops definitely came in and he's turned that uh, around, and now it's just fun. It's fun not only going to the games but seeing them win and just seeing them having a great time with it.
0: Ty, great stuff from you. We wish you the best of luck in high school. And uh, when you get to Kentucky, thanks for joining us here.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.